What's up, gamers? You've tuned in to the Board Geeks Board Games Podcast. I'm your host, Logan. I'm Brandon. And I'm Ryan. In this episode, these geeks are going to talk about games that we think are overhyped and ones we think are wrongfully overlooked. And joining us this week is our special guest, Eric. Hi there. Yeah, so we're not going to have a game of the week this week uh, because we'll be diving into so many different games this episode. Uh, I don't think it's right to just highlight one. I think that's fair. That's right. We have a lot of games to mention that you may have not heard of. Uh, But we do want to start with saying that just because we think a game is overhyped doesn't mean it isn't good or that you can't love playing it. And of course, remember that these are all our opinions on games and most of the overhyped ones we still love playing ourselves. Yep. The legal disclaimer out of the way. Yes. (laughs) Um, I just thought it was very important to have Hasbro made us say I didn't want anyone to be offended either direction. We don't want Hasbro coming for us. We don't want the the Pinkertons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because something like we might think is overhyped. Somebody's like, but I love it. It's like, that's totally. Well, then I'll, I'll open the floor for one I think most people can agree is overhyped, especially in the board game community, Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Worst, I can get behind that. Worst decision, worst buy of my entire board game career. <laughs> it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. But it's like when I say, oh, I'll bring board games to the party. Like, You're going to bring Kaw? I'm all like, no. I guess, but they're like better games like i don't think i've ever heard a human soul say the word caw as an acronym s s a e n kappa sig say pull up a little bit okay like well caw. you hang out with the wrong people i don't hang out with them they reach out to me that's a, okay they're frat right <laughs> yeah okay that's, that explains yeah that explains a whole lot um, yeah, yeah I, that's uh, so when it comes to cards against humanity um I've never really liked crude humor, and I feel like that's a lot of it because mm-hmm. the cards lean into the crude humor. It's, it's not even like – well, it's like – it's one thing to have innuendos that your friend group will go, ha, 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 because mm-hmm. that takes a little bit of brain power. Right. To, yeah. to sit there and say something that's just obtusely obscene, it, it's like mm-hmm. there's no I think effort there. Yeah, I think Cards Against Manny can be fun with intellectuals. Um because I've played games where you put down Auschwitz and the guy reading and judging has no idea what Auschwitz is. <laughs> That's very true. And they, I'm all they like, you expect a lot of their audience. Yeah. So the like, yeah. if, if they don't understand like the political nature you're going for or what the meaning of some words are, it kind of ruins it. Cause either you explain what it is and everyone knows it's your card. Yeah. Um, or they just don't know and they overlook it cause they don't think it's funny. And I'm like, objectively it is pretty funny if you know what it means. You have the context. Yeah. Uh, it's, it usually just becomes a, a game of who, plays the most sexual card yeah and i i hate that because then you have like oh that's really funny that makes sense and then somebody just puts down gonorrhea as we yeah. said is too overpowered I, and it doesn't make sense when i was the judge i'd be like i like the ones that were telling a story it's yeah funny. exactly and like well mine was like this and like no yeah yours is crude and that's all you had mm-hmm. going on for it. yeah yeah it's like oh wow that's so wild that i would have never ever said those words in real life <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah so i understand that but having said that it can be really fun when you're like just wanting to waste five minutes well, when you're just like between mm-hmm. games and something else someone else is setting something up or if you really know each other and you're kind of you're playing to who the, the right judges, of people too. You know, like we played on the the bus on the way to like band events and all that. Well, we're stuck at the back of the band bus because we're percussion and we sit in the bag. As you do. Um, like a bunch of wild animals. Yeah. Well, it's because we have to sit with all the percussion instruments and our instruments are so big. I they see. just shove us in the back because then they can open the back door for us. Y'all are the ad, y'all are the ad met kids yeah. of band then. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We, but we were all like, <laughs> we all like got in trouble, but we also didn't like do much because we just played Cards Against Man in the back. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't like back there like trying to, to huff pot or something. We're just sitting in the back. They're like, and Frank, we 
we'd yell stuff out. We had well, we had a group who yelled stuff out the windows, and one time the the teacher at the front was like, "That better." Uh, she was talking to her husband who helped like coach us, and he's like, "That better not be my Agmec boys doing that." And she looks back at us and we're like, "Hi." Um, who wants to go next? I mean, I kind of like to to build off that. There are a lot of overlooked games yeah, that, that are similar of... to Cars and Command. They're yeah. just so overshadowed by the like great advertising and sexual nature and political nature of that game. Yep. Um, one of them we've talked about before is Apples to Apples. I love Apples to Apples. Um, people just look at it as a kid's game, but it's still fun for adults. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Super Fight also gets somewhat overlooked. Not a lot of people talk about it. Super Fight's an interesting one because it follows that same need of like a friend group that would understand your mm-hmm. own like be similar with you. But you can also kind of play it with strangers as long as they know what the card is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if they know who Thanos is, you can justify Thanos beating Chuck Norris as much as you want in debate right. and whoever argues better wins. Um, I don't want to play that against someone like Sheldon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Big Bang Theory. Yeah. The show you haven't watched. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Listen, I haven't ever actually watched Big Bang Theory. YouTube shorts has been like, hey, Big Bang Theory is on the algorithms. That's why. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't, you should. I love I love Big Bang Theory. Uh, as somebody who's never heard of Superfight, uh, what? <laughs> so um, I don't own it, but I will say it's you're going to take people or like figures of uh, different medias and Robocop, stuff. Terminator. And you're Chuck going Norris. to pit them against each other. Um, some versions of the game I've seen, there's like different weapons you can get. Like they have this power or it's like it'll be at this place. And it's like, okay, well, if it's going to be in space, Chuck Norris loses. Like you can argue that kind of stuff. Um, it depends on the version of the game you're playing. The mm-hmm. base version, I believe, just has the people. Yes. Then you can get expansions for weapons. You can play where people give detriments. Yes. Um, there are different ways you Handicaps. can play. Um, but it's very just like theoretical debate of if we gave Superman a pencil as a weapon and Chuck Norris laser vision, who would win in that fight? And you can play like their expansions to pick the city or the location of the fight, which can I like in Atlantis, like that's going to change things. Yeah. And and detriments to like, OK, he he can do this, but he can't fly anymore. Stuff like that. Right. Um, okay. So it's just like a theoretical I feel like the expansions of, really carry the game. Mm-hmm. And like you say, the uh, underappreciated part of it is that it's easy. And there's right? so many it's different crude, ways to it's play. Not, and then it's not always the same game over and over. How many times have you gotten into, if we relate that back to the Cards Against Humanity, how many times have you gotten the exact same game state? I've seen gonorrhea every game. It's, yeah. It's like, <laughs> haha, I said the glue thing. Like, okay. Yeah, it's the same game state over and over. Whereas like in games like that, where in Super Fight, you might get the same people, but there'll be different mm-hmm. detriments. So it's like, well, this is and like a someone totally may fight. argue for Superman beating Chuck Norris better than someone else. Mm-hmm. Like we could be put in the same situation, but if I'm arguing it instead of Ryan, I may bring up points to whoever's judging that Ryan didn't, making them seem like, oh yeah, I think you're right, he would win. Yeah, that's pretty much just a my dad can beat up your dad. Well, my dad has this and can do this. Well, then my dad has this type it, game. It's, yeah, it's the, the mine playground. works at both Sony and Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, real, real quick interjection. The new League of Legends character is a cute little dragon. I think named Smolder yeah, or something. I don't yeah. like his model. He has a hidden voice line where he goes, "My mom works at Riot, and she'll ban you." I love that. <laughs> it's it's a one percent to get for one of his taunts, and I'm like, I love that. Uh, yeah, I don't like his model. I think I, I would have liked it better if it was more like animal. Uh, they fixed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. They added some stuff to it, but, but the it, model itself it, it would cost think, so much. I think what they're yeah. originally trying to do is make him look kind of like Spyro. Yes. Yeah. 
but like and then I, I, I don't think people I who like Spyro the rest of the League. game is like a cartoony game yeah that's the problem <clears throat> like if that was like the art style they had already mm-hmm. sure but the rest of it seems very serious with just a bit of tinge to it yeah I just love that they kinda kinda my mom works at Riot I guess yeah <laughs> yeah comic book kind of yeah um, did you have a uh, kind of in the same vein of like okay. overlooked, but you know, like uh, I was gonna say, fun employed. I, I like overlooked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so um, I think a big part of that is that it's not made anymore. It, yeah. it had a limited printing. I, I well, and it had a limited printing probably because it didn't do well. Because when it came out, was it was cards against around yeah, the same yeah. time. Yep. I've laughed more with that one than. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are you familiar with Fun Employed? I don't know if I've ever brought it to the club. I played it, and it's okay. one of my favorite games, and I'm trying to find it. Yeah. It, it, no, your mom so texted me for Christmas. Like, I don't know if you. You'll find it like good luck i've been looking yeah thank you for letting me know my mom is- <laughs> yeah. yeah all everything that you got for christmas your mom like ran by me i think that's I a, have a talk with i got like a random message from this person on messenger and i was like who's this i'm like oh okay cool um thanks um, for messaging me i am hurt though because uh the box is torn because I, I take it everywhere yeah, it's yeah. a great game yeah, as you said very overlooked um and the manual slept out one time so i don't have the manual anymore and so oh, that's why no. i have to verbally tell everyone the How rules and yeah, they have to just believe rules, me though. i do and like <laughs> i they have to just believe me that that's how the game's played because like i can't like get the rules <laughs> like the game's a limited print that nobody that's, bought like <laughs> like an online version yeah no reprint your own <laughs> rules with whatever you want yeah i get the rules are the word c ryan it's so funny because i always play with you guys c ryan um i always play with you guys with the the back of the manual rules because the base game like it's like cards because you many where you hold it in your hands and all that and i just don't like that it's so similar cards so i always do the blind i love the blind on distance there for i guess i should explain it for um people who yeah, aren't. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, so Fun Employed was a game created, like you said, right about the same time against Cards Humanity when it blew up. I think it was just very coincidental. I don't think they were really trying to copy them in any way. I think it was just a similar it was, thought It process. was the peak of the rotating judge game era for cards. Yes, and so the way it works is uh, I'm going to explain it in the way that we play it, um, and then I can go back and explain the difference to how the game is meant to be played, quote-unquote. Um, so you're going to have a green deck of jobs and someone is going to take turns being the person who's hiring and they're going to have other people who are going to take from the black card deck um three cards and the way we play it is the three cards go face down in front of you um the reasoning for this in the game is that you are late for your interview so you just message like maybe your dorm mate or your roommate and you're like hey just type something up and mail it in for me just email it to them and so you don't know what your roommate typed up as your qualifications and stuff like that so when you show up for the meeting um, and you're sitting across the table from them, you're going to flip over your black cards and try to justify why that card is good for the job you're applying for. You know, like if you're applying for a teacher and you flip over foam sword, oh, well, I can play great with the kids. I come with my own foam sword. I got my own uh, assortment of foam swords. And you can just argue with that. And then you might get one that's like you're – uh, you really like lumberjacks. As like, like, what does that have to do with yeah, being a like, teacher? So you have to try to argue that off. And then um, after your three cards are revealed, the uh, person who's hiring is going to flip one off the top of the black deck, and it's going to be they interpret that card for you rather than the previous three cards which you interpreted for yourself. And so they can either make it harder for you or make it easier for you. And um, it's going to be their. It's they called your references, and that's what that last black card is. So that's how the game works. Um, the way it's meant to be played, you're supposed to look at all of them yourself and 
then they flip the black card at random. That's mainly the ra- main random way. I've never liked it like that. I've always liked it the other way. And it's great. It sold. It's great, and it only sold like five thousand to twenty five thousand copies. Oh, I would say, yeah. Um, and because it was a Kickstarter that got limited printing with some company, um, and I don't remember what the company was, and they just didn't sell well. And I saw it from a board game channel because I just subscribed to like four or five different review sites and they got a review copy. And so I saw it and I bought it that day because it's back when I was like young and had money. I could just drop. Um, And so I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I'd buy that for like 25 bucks. And like now, because they're all secondhand, you're looking at a beat up for a copy. You hope all the cards are still there for like 50 plus is usually how it goes. If I've ever seen one. And they're usually shipped from like places like Germany where board games are very popular. So people have like a, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like more were just shipped there. So now you're having to pay international shipping and all that. And it's real rough because it's such a good game and no one no one knew it no one knew it i think it's funny that i think a lot of our overlooked games are going to be out of print ones yeah Um, and that's rough because they were overlooked to a point where now they don't exist um anyway that's my little spiel do do you want to hear okay so i i my overhyped game of course is monopoly yep Uh, i can agree to that it's probably because people play it wrong and yeah that just i just don't care for the gameplay Mm. like just the the how the game goes about just it's not my my jam not my uh ryan do you want to hear so i asked my mom like hey mom you know just trying to get like some feedback a little more because i don't have a lot Mm. like what would you what's an overhyped game for you she's like okay i love this game but i think there's too many versions of it she said uno me and your mom could not be friends. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I was going to – I wanted to bring up one, but I was like, I don't want Ryan to hate me. No, I'm not going to be mad at that, uh, especially because a lot of people just bring Uno. They and just always bring an Uno. And like she said, it was more so just – she like she said she likes the game. She just thinks there's too many versions. She's like, I, she's like, I yeah. don't think there needs to be No Mercy and yeah. Stacko and Attack. She's like, just – play you know but i just wanted to bring that out because i thought it was funny like, Ooh, um, no, i could definitely understand that uh, the only reason i like all the variants is because um you can teach the people because it's like oh it's just uno but you do this right, right? and everyone knows uno. Yeah. yeah so that's just kind of how it goes um i want to talk about a game but i don't know if it's necessarily overly overly hyped okay what is the game betrayal betrayal in the house of- i think it can yeah um Over, i think it can definitely over-hyped. be especially the new edition uh, the new edition in particular, I, I have big issues with. You can segue in, into that and then share your piece and then we'll talk. We'll cut that bit out. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think I just... Um, I've played Betrayal before and it's a fun game, but it's just a lot. It is a it's lot. It's a long game. And there's like expansions which make it like better, but also... It's just a long game that takes up so much mm-hmm. space. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you have someone like yeah, me that just in, wants to run in a straight line. Yeah. That's why I was like, in, <laughs> in the nicest way, it's a game where you have to metagame. Yeah. Yes. Because you will not win. Oh, you will be you, playing to Or a you loss. may win, but it will take so long. long if you aren't metagaming. And See, that's why I find all the room. You guys just don't know it. <laughs> I'm ahead of the curve. It's like, we have to take the sacrificial dagger to the auditorium. It's like, ah, see, I found that C37. You just have to go in a straight line. <laughs> it's at the end of the, the hall. It's the easiest way to defend. Oh, we need the sacrificial dagger. Oh, this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got like five of those in my back pocket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely ripped. And we went over this in the storage episode. It's it's honestly poorly designed. That's my biggest yeah. Um, especially yep. the new one 
everyone I've seen who has a new edition, the tiles no, that you play with yeah. are warped. I don't know what happened in printing or who they went with, but the tiles are all warped. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Betrayal. I play it all the time. <clears throat> but I, the third edition, the new one, the tiles are are warped. I don't like the art. Um, it still has the issue with the tiny little tokens just in a bowl. You just get a tub of tokens you just gotta dig through to them. fish through. Yeah, It's got um, all the same issues. My problems with the new one in particular, because everyone is buying the new one because that's what's on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – it feels like they changed some of the rules just ever so slightly, but they changed the ones that didn't need changing and left the ones that like are still annoying. The way you yeah. pick the haunt. You have to choose why you're in this house in the first place. Are you going because you're paranormal investigators going because you're buying an old house. I'm like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, Yeah, and that's the stuff I'm talking about. It's like they added stuff to like simplify things, but then they also took out, like they left stuff that's like, okay, well, why is this a mechanic? Mm -hmm. You know, this. well, I still don't know about the rule rule set here because I have a weird interaction between the very niche scenario we have put ourselves in. Yeah, I also don't like that both expansions so far they have for the third edition are pretty much just their own haunts. You play and you're the werewolf or you play play and you're the i don't know what the new one is uh alien clown something or other thanks i think alien something is, like that is it supposed to be a riff on killer clowns from outer space i think i don't remember they I, messed me up as a kid yeah, i haven't played it yet but yeah. i, I just it. came in the living room one day and they left the tv on and i was like oh cotton candy what <laughs> <Nope>. the- <laughs> we had the same experience uh it was like the sunday like movies and i walked in and it was mm-hmm. like and then i walked the heck out i was <laughs> not okay <laughs> Yeah, like they're they're feeling it. Whereas the second edition's expansion, it adds a ton of new haunts to play, new challenges. Right. And then Endgame, if you've played all the haunts and you're played with the same group so much, there's now a final big boss fight you get to play. Okay. As a big wrap up to the game. Oh. If you've played with the same group over and over, it's like a checklist. If you've done all these haunts with the same group, here's you your, can then like, do Widow's here's Peak. reward for doing mm. it. That's- and I really liked how they did that. And then the third one came out and they changed things that didn't need changing. The expansions are very much just its own story. Um, it should be noted that the previous expansions do not carry over to the new. Yes, and they're not cross-compatible. They changed the art for that sole reason, I feel like. To make people buy I stuff still, over. I wanted to get Widow's Walk for my second edition, and I still can't find it. Yeah. Because it's out. It was... Sucks, it, loser. You should have got it early. I <laughs> oh, know. God. Well, because it was like... It didn't have a lot of prints around where we lived. That's mm-hmm. fair. Like, then, even at Barnes & Noble, I only saw like two, three copies yeah, there ever. Uh, our game store at the time had one. I was like, oh, I'll pick it up, you know, like next payday. And then by the time I got paid, it was gone. I was like, okay, well... It's not me. I bought it in Lubbock. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't. Sorry, Shaggy. Okay. Um, so I know you said that Brandon slash I stole uh, your underhyped or what are we saying? Unemployed. Uh, what's the term we're using? Overlooked. Overlooked. Um, was there anything else you could think of at the time? Just put you on the spot. Oh. Um, I think another underlooked game that. I've started seeing on my like TikTok, but I, I think that's just because I keep looking up. That's fair. Um, is the mind? <gasps> I it's love. I love mind. the mind. It's such a quick game, but also it's got so much strategy to it. Yeah, I'm bringing it next time, I, and we're gonna play it before we start. You depends on if I get and hate time. each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I definitely have that one's overlooked. Um, 
going into like more uh, overhyped games, um, Brandon, I, I know you love King of Tokyo, but it, it's, it's getting to that point, you know, where everyone is like starting to know about it and like play it so much. I wouldn't know I was on it first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't wrong. I love the yeah. game, but it's, it's getting like they're getting new expansions and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it's good to see that company, you know, get that business. But at the same time, it's kind of like. We want. We played it so much. It's the idea of like the game is. It's super accessible. It's mm-hmm. too, like the idea of the game. Yeah, it's pretty. It's affordable. It's in. It's, affordable. it's in Target. It's in yeah. Walmart. It's. Uh, and the, like the 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 gameplay is like you can kind of introduce to whatever. Uh, and then it's also like I said the expansions. Mm-hmm. So that lends it. It's kind of like oh, what's the like kind of how Catan is like everybody yeah get into Catan. You mm-hmm. know? Not why everybody, but it's a. <coughs> A good it, chunk of people. Yeah, like yeah. if you if you got people who play board games, it's like Catan will probably do okay with them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that idea. Yeah, King of Tokyo. Like, uh, it's getting to that point now where it used to be something no one knew about, and now anytime I bring it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love the game. I play it every weekend." And I'm all like, "Yeah, yeah, I still love it." But you know, it's getting to that point. And they had the King and Gigazor, and then they had King Kong and Godzilla when they got the rights. Yeah. But so I have one, um, but I feel like as time goes on, this one's a less a. Uh, parents anymore uh it's gonna be risk you know i feel like when i was growing up people actually played risk Mm -hmm. and now i feel like it's not that much of an issue because people kind of like fell off but like risk is a game that while yes strategy is involved it takes so fucking long i feel like most people just don't even true it's it's very (laughs) dad game dads love risk yeah and then it's all like yeah but why i feel like you get to a point in the game where it's like Eh, I'm just gonna see where this army goes. Like I'm just gonna take it over there to see mm-hmm. if I can get through anything. So we had a rule when uh, the game would go so long, and somebody wanted to drop out, we just r- randomly, uh, like all their territories, just were randomly dimmed uh, up, annex- uh, like annexed. Like somebody would roll or something, uh, and it often would come down to just me and Tyler playing because everybody else would <laughs> just go to bed. And it's two in the morning, and we're having a be- the, the battle of Cyan. <laughs> That's well, you got to do what you got to do. It's kind of like Monopoly when played, right? Yeah, it, it goes gets so really long. long. But people just love it. It's it's a name. They had good marketing. Yeah. There's a monopoly for you. There's a risk for you. They get reskin. There's an Uno yeah. for you. Reskinned so much that Where everyone knows about goes it. Hard though. Mm-hmm. One that I've got overhyped. We've talked. We actually had a whole episode about it being overhyped and talking about variants for it. Is D and D. Like I love Fifth Ed. Oh but, yeah. But true. Fifth Ed. Like there's Aries got a face. <laughs> there, they have there, thoughts. There are other uh, RPGs out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I will Shadowrun. I yeah, Shadowrun. I think Pathfinder's up there with D D. It's getting to that point and of. I feel like Pathfinder's a little over. It was, yeah, and it was only, everyone. I wouldn't say it's overhyped. I feel like it's overdone. Uh, That's fair point. The only thing that keeps me from switching from D D is because they do spellcasting the best for me. I don't like how Pathfinder. I handles. really don't like how Shadowrun does spellcasting. But that's besides. Me. Also, thing it's everyone knows D and D knows how to play and it. Like, and it, it uh, and I'll say I really love D and D, but it's like when I see every, con- it's like oh we're doing. Uh, role playing, I'm like, oh, what are you playing? D and D. I'm like, okay. I feel like most people don't even role play their D and D anymore. The, oh no, the role just, playing is I'm an orphan assassin. And the problem is, it's they'll yeah. do, they'll use D and D for system for uh, a setting that realistically has, that shouldn't like we're doing space. We're using D and D. I'm like, there's so many good space. RPGs. I know with mechanics built in for gravity and yeah, yeah, oxygen That's, or whatever. I think my biggest problem. Or like we're doing superheroes. I'm like, there's superhero RPGs. Mm-hmm. Do those people are like I want to be Naruto. I'm like. There's an anime RPG yeah, so probably. There's a Naruto say, RPG. When we do the overhyped part of that DNT like whole, I think um, that's my big. It's mm-hmm. the 
non-involvement of players anymore. They don't get involved with their character. Their character is always trying to be someone else. They don't um, go through and like role play out a system. They say, I'm going to do blank. And it it bothers me as a DM because I try to fill in those blanks, but I want people to be like their own person as well. Right. Like I, I want them to have the conversation if they stutter or like that's the human element of the campaign. Yeah. Um. And so a lot of times when I I just have to like describe a room, let's say, um, and then they go, okay, I just leave. And I'm like, you're not gonna like look appreciate the base I, I just described like, to you. Like I go into so much work to build a map, and I like put so much detail into this aspect. I'm like, they're gonna investigate this. They're gonna find so much stuff, oh. and they're like, I go to the next room, and I'm all like. <laughs> Yes. Uh, you don't know pain until you built a world map and you have a group that has decided that the world needs to be flat and they want to yep. know what's off the edge of the map. Yep. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, for a while, I'll be like, oh, I'll make new islands and stuff. It's like, no, you rotate back around. No, I don't. I want to do a perception check. I'm like, what do you mean you don't? Yeah, yeah. You don't argue with me. Uh, so my favorite thing is I, I built a world. I'm like, my God, you will see the whole thing. But then we're <laughs> so I spread everything out across the entire planet. It's like you will very see Lord everything. of the Rings travel. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, my God, I made it. I said mm-hmm. you will, you will see everything. Mm-hmm. Come on, same note. Like I'll I'll think of dialogues people have. And I'll try to think of what my players are gonna ask yeah. so I can have answers ready. So I'm not no, just like you can't um, do that. Um, 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 no, I'm always and then, fly. And then. Uh, and then they don't ask the questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, like questions? I will get the weirdest questions from like the dude who's like too into their character. I know. And, and I'm like, all like, what color nail polish does she have on her feet? I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Like, which what color do you want it to be? I'm gonna say not that color. Mm. Like, <laughs> I always, I always hate when the player like immediately like I'm gonna hit on the bartender, the barkeep, the bartender. Bar 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 is me, and I'm not a <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the other side is oh, I roll to attack. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, can I roll initiative? Uh, uh, I don't know if I sent you the TikTok of a uh, uh, you meet Santa, and the new yes. player is like, oh, I roll, I roll to attack. Does a twenty one hit the DM? Not even close. Uh, <laughs> so I was really lucky. My first D and D group was pretty. The only thing we had is all of their names were like inside jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love that. Which and I'm like I know all the inside jokes. I'm like okay, guys. <laughs> but for how I name my characters is typically aside from like a couple key characters, I take an attribute of them and I translate that into a different language. Right. That's what I do. Um, I like find a word and just choose names based off of it. I will take uh, sound combinations and I'll roll dice and just put the numbers together. So like I'll be like I want my name to be five syllables and I'll take like syllable sounds and I'll push them together and, and then I'll be like does that sound good? That's, that's how so I weird. named um, so yeah. Melka. Melka. Uh, Melka. Yeah. Sorry. So for, you don't even know the own name. I uh, know. <laughs> so mine the combination of sometimes are just inside jokes. Like I was helping my mom make a character because she wanted to just set in on it. I'm like yeah, and she wanted to play a cleric because we had no healers. You were the, yeah. It took you coming in to get a healers. Uh, I tried. Uh, I didn't even end up healing. I ended up shielding. I'm like stop taking. <laughs> oh yeah, damage. the dual shield. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I wound up naming her character. She's like, what do I name it? I'm like, hey, hey. And it's like your character's name is Serial Charmaine. She's like, oh, that's really cool. And then I'm like, later, I'm like, it just means hope, hope in two different languages. <laughs> Hope's hope. Well, like, I did that a lot in my campaign because there's like a little, little uh, border mm. town called Fort Fiore and just Fort. And then Fiore is Fort in, I think, Latin. <laughs> so it's just Fort Fort. 
we got to go back to Fort Fort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what we're learning here is D&D is overhyped in that the mainstream of what's getting people into it is the wrong reason to get into yeah, it. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think the, the concept of it is great. Mm-hmm. And I think people can have a lot of fun with it. it so it's one of the better that, structured but... RPGs. It has a good established base and rule yeah. system and community where you can ask questions. Also, like, like you'll get a lot of you'll mm-hmm. get a lot of people come in and be like, you're not Matt Mercer. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like yes, we man. can just play the game. Like, people come in and they're like, um, I want my dad to be dead. And I'm like, well, if he's missing, you could find him later. And that could be plot. And they're like, no, he died. And I'm traumatized by it because it was my fault. And I'm all like, okay, I don't know how you want me to progress your character for you. Flargan was the opposite of therapy. That. <laughs> Honestly. Flargan's, uh, Flargan's character was like, my dad's alive. Flargan wandered off mm-hmm. on his own. Flargan's crazy. <laughs> um, one that I think is overlooked. I'm just going to. Yeah, we can put segue, this pin in. Um, I really like a game called Chameleon, and now it's it's oh, got it, yeah. so it was one of those games like Fun Employed that was on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. got a limited print, and was sold at Targets. But this one sold well enough that it's actually a staple at like Targets mm-hmm. and WalMarts now, and um, I love it a lot. It's another one of those games where you're going to be taking decks of cards and uh, trying to it's not quite the same because you're going to have cards that are going to have like a topic on it broadly mm-hmm. and it's going to be um, say food like culinary it's going to list 15 different foods yes it's 16 16 because yeah, um, it's 4 by 4 yep. and so um Math. There's not like a wild space. <laughs> there be. I took there a calculated be. risk, but I'm bad One that you math. just fill in yourself. <laughs> there's a whole card. Yeah, there's a blank. Yeah. Card. There's a blank one. Is it dry erase? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Um, well, there's a blank dry erase one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you'll get a topic. And so say it's like TV shows. And it'll have like Star Trek. And it'll have... Um, because you know forgets every tv show known to man right now (laughs) big bang theory stuff like that and so what's going to happen is you get a cypher card and one to two people depending on the amount of players are going to have a blank card Mm -hmm. it just says the words you are the chameleon and the whole point of the game is that you're trying to blend in you're going to roll two dice which on your cypher card is going to let you know what like specific thing in that category you were trying to describe and you're going to go around the table and it's going to be all like you have to quick draw a trigger say your word that you're thinking of so everyone mm-hmm. has to be ready and that, I feel like that's the part that gets messed up the most when we play the game is people are like oh someone already said my word I want to say a different word it's like no you just repeat that word and it's going to make you look suspicious because that's part of the game mm-hmm. and so you just get them and you don't even think you just think of that word and you just spit it out and so the chameleons are going to – you don't want to be too obvious because the chameleons are going to get a chance to get points even if they're caught if they guess correctly. Um, so like if it's friends, you don't want to be like, oh, you know, uh, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, OK, well, that's yeah. clearly friends. Um, so you're going to say stuff. And that's what makes it an interesting game is that if you're too broad, now people are like, now you're the chameleon. Because the mm-hmm. chameleon doesn't know. They're going to try to say something that covers enough things that it's going to hit the right target. But then it. not broad enough that it's like, oh, you know, like TV. Because mm-hmm. you say like roommates, I'm like, okay, well, Big Bang Theory, they're mm-hmm. roommates, friends, they're roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star Trek, they're kind of roommates. <laughs> they're all in the station. They have rooms, yeah. <laughs> they're roommates in space. Yeah, on that same note, I, I think it's also really good when people do really like specific niche approaches that they're hoping one person relates to, hoping that one person isn't the chameleon. And then Dude, um, that one time I yeah. read the dice backwards and I was like saying <laughs> attic and stuff. I'm like, what, what are you guys talking yeah. about? And it's like, I think. <laughs> 
I think it's Ryan, right? It's not me. Well, I'm always the most argumentative, too, because yeah. I'm like, you guys are all wrong, even when I'm wrong. I think that's like the funniest times when people read the dice wrong, because I definitely have. Yeah. It just gets real confusing. <laughs> Why is it? It's part of it, because like, the thing is, is, like you don't have to win to enjoy these games. Yeah. like You can just have a moment where it's like, oh, that was so dumb of me. I didn't even mm. think that everyone just laughs about it. I like when you read the dice, because you did that, and you had me questioning, like, I have a cipher card, but I am I the commander? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember one really, really fun example uh, I remember from the game is we were playing and it was the food one and the word was salad. Okay. And some, I don't remember who, someone said like fish. And I'm all like, what are you on? Like that does not fit with salad. Yeah. And I was like, I think you're suspicious, but you said it with so much confidence. Like you gotta <laughs> know what you're talking about. And it was because anchovies are fish and anchovies are one of the ingredients in Caesar salad dressing. Uh, I was like, that's what? a tangent. I didn't know. I learned something that game. Wow. I learned that anchovies are in Caesar dressing. That's the saltiness of the Caesar. It's it's anchovies. I wanna have anchovies on a pizza someday. <laughs> Pizza. I know. Like, I was all like, do they think it's pizza and you can't salad at a pizza place, but you don't put fish on pizza? I'm like, or it's like, where are you going with this? Like, Pizza Hut has a salad bar. I know. So like, yeah. anchovies go on pizza. I know. And, and it's the the, the, the thing was because they're like, doesn't everyone know Caesar salad dressing is made with anchovies? I'm like, no. no. That's, they teach you that straight out of the womb. They sit there and like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beam that in your eyes. The yeah. second you open your eyes, it's just a screen blinking that continuously. Society is that you understand anchovies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It was like fish salad. I was like, if ever you time travel to the future and it's just TV screen saying, uh, do you know anchovies are in your season? <laughs> know that that person became dictator. It's propaganda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I it's definitely know. probably overlooked because of the mechanics involved. Yeah. I think the, a big part of it as well is the IP. Yeah, it's very childish. Yeah. And the, the kids like, like, that drama like might be drawn to it with their eyeballs are going to sit there and look at the box and look at the instructions and go, yeah, nah. It's, I'm not doing that. It's too much for the the kids who would like immediately like visually the dream stands. To it. Yes, the dream stands. <laughs> Someone had to say it. I don't know anyone. Uh, is it Sky does Minecraft? Is that still a thing? Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he has like drama, That's, right? Those, those so are YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. Those are YouTubers. Those are YouTubers, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want. <laughs> I never watch Minecraft YouTubers, so you got Captain them. Sparkles. Okay. He's Brandon, still around. This right? is on the internet, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to play board games. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Listen, I watch like Cinema Sins and uh, what's the uh, Game Theory and stuff. Oh, he's retiring. I know. I felt old. Uh, <laughs> I feel old a lot nowadays. Like you told us, like, oh, it's a twenty anniversary of the first remakes of pokemon i'm like that was my first pokemon game <laughs> what um but yeah so Confirm i brandon's game, over 20 um, i don't know if i know anyone else that owns that game to be honest and it was in the store for a long time yeah um they even made an expansion for it because it sold well enough to make the expansion mm -hmm. but the expansion didn't sell well enough to continue making expansions Which sucks um and so uh, did you have more you want to add there for that game no no that one you're good i i thought of another one but oh i have another overlooked game as well that i don't think any of you have heard of well oh. aside from me mentioning it before recording <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly. Wow. wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Don't you listen to the podcast? <laughs> Not his part. <laughs> Just <laughs> clicks mute. It's the Charlie Brown parents. <laughs> I feel like it should be uh, known that I've only listened to one of the episodes. <laughs> What's the one you were in? 
Okay. Well, that's even worse. Also, I just want to say, so for uh, areas in one of my D&D games, yeah. and uh, I sent them like pages of lore that they learned about. Don't, don't um, like and one of it was the spring court of the phase at war with the winter court. Yeah. And they come in and they are currently in the form of spring court, even though like plot twist, they're secretly a winter court princess, but ran away or whatever. Um, and they take, um, they're, they're like, oh, I'll take my hood off and, and let them all see that I'm an Eldraine too. And I was like, you sure you want to do that? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you take your hood off and they all scream traitor spy spring court is here and they arrest all of you I'm like did you not read the pages i gave you about them at war you're like it. you gave me a tldr i just read that i'm like well yes but you should have been better in your tldr that sounds I like know, a i know apparently problem. you need to th- these are the things you need to have the top five things that will get you arrested in your dd campaign that should be at the top paragraph being like pink sentence out of like three paragraphs he wrote them it was only three paragraphs. Why didn't you read that? That's what I'm saying. I even italicized the important parts and separated it from like the random. Okay, well, if you lore didn't highlight it, that's different. You can't highlight on to Discord. Be, to 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 be fair, I was just send them a document. Uh, like, Do they think they're gonna open that? Uh, I don't no, read that. exactly. Uh, that's supposed me cute. reading the manual. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I yeah. Like, did you not get my very <laughs> intricate uh, word doc? That word doc is 82 pages long. <laughs> I know. Hey man, I just ate bottles in my campaign. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another another overlooked game um, I definitely think is uh, Galaxy Trucker. Um, don't know if any of you have heard of that or played it. It you know, sounds um, familiar. I don't own it even. Um, I haven't been able to find the copy I want. Um, but <laughs> there, there's like different art versions. I really right, want right. one version of the cover art. Um, I don't think it's in print, so it's hard to find. I'm just picky. Oh, you're um, me with Lord of the Rings. Well, it's because I bought the expansion, so I want the matching art for the expansion. That I bought. makes sense. Why'd you yeah. buy the expansion? The I th- it's I thought it was the base game. Um, I thought it was one so of the. Scanned. I thought it was like um, how King of Monster. No, what's the the monster box for King of Tokyo? Yeah, base game and expansion. So it was called like the big box of Galaxy Trucker or something. Uh, but no, that's just the name of the expansion. So it was misleading, and the guy at the store was not helpful. So aside from that, but yeah, so the game is great. Um, you go through a shipbuilding phase where you kind of draft tiles and build a ship for possible encounters like pirates, meteor showers, whatever. And then you go through traveling on that ship you built. Um, and if you survive, whatever random encounters happen, then you see whose ship went the farthest, how much loot you got with you. And like if you met quota, what you sold. And then that's how you get points. So it's like you build a ship for possible things you don't know will happen and then travel in that ship. What a cool I mean, game. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. meeting Quota. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really big box, really bulky, hold, hard to learn. Right. Uh, but it's really fun. Was getting, it's, it's, it's like you draft tiles at the start, which is the whole process, and then you go through other stuff. And it's, it's, it's a lot for like new right. players. But... All right, well, I hope everyone listening has been able to add a few more games to their wish lists that deserve the love. Yeah, though playing and loving mainstream games still isn't bad and are usually safe bets to add to your collection. We hope to see you all next week, and thanks for listening.